Welcome to the Midwest Medium Podcast. I'm your host, June Hessler. This podcast focuses on the positive side of the paranormal and the supernatural. So join me as we dive into what most would describe as the unseen and the unknown. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Midwest Medium Podcast. I'm your host, June Hustler. And today we have a special guest, Rachel. She will be joining me shortly, and we will be talking about our psychic development classes that we've been taking together, Bible study that we've been taking together. I met Rachel initially um, in the spring of 2022 when we both were in Oracle Marines beginner psychic development class, and we've become friends. And I asked her to come on to the podcast, um, really to just have a conversation about um, what we've been learning through Oracle Marines classes. It's been such a blessing in my life, and I'm sure Rachel feels the same. So I'm really excited for her to join us today. A couple things, though, before we connect with Rachel is I wanted to talk about um, a virtual group reading that I will be hosting via Zoom on Thursday, August 10th. It starts at 7 o'clock p.m. Central Time. The cost is $30. And when I do a group reading, whether it's in person or virtual, I always donate 50% to a charity. Now, 50% from this event will go to UNICEF, who is supporting the children who are suffering in Syria. The Syrian war began in 2011, a very long time ago. And many of these kids don't even know what life is like without war. And I find that very sad. There is still a significant, very significant humanitarian need in Syria. And so 50% of the profits from the August 10th event will go to that. If you'd like to sign up, send an email to info at junehessler.com and we will get you signed up. And I also have another event coming up on Sunday, September 17th. This is an in-person event. It will be in Coon Rapids, Minnesota. It's called Massage and Mediumship. My friend Holly, who you know because she came on in season one and talked about her massage practice that she has, Violet Healing Massage. She and I are going to do an in-person group event where um, space is limited. We're only opening it up to 10 people. But basically, I do a group reading. And during that time, Holly's in the same room with us, and she has a massage chair, and she will be doing chair massages for all of the attendees. We've done it once before. It went really, really well. And um, I'm sure this event will sell out. The cost for it is $60 and 50% of my profits will be going to Angels Among Us Foundation. It is a foundation, a nonprofit that I care deeply about and um, they work really hard to help end the suffering for animals and humans all across the world. So 50% of my profits will go to them again. That's Sunday, September 17th. It's at 12 o'clock Central Time here in Coon Rapids, Minnesota. Again, the cost is $60. And if you'd like to sign up for that, send an email to Holly. She's handling all the sign up, which I really like because as a medium, when I go into a group reading, um, it's fun for me. And I actually prefer it this way to not know 
who's going to be there. So I have no preconceived notions. I go in completely blind. Um, so you can email Holly at bhmassage21 at gmail.com. Let her know that you want to sign up for the massage and mediumship event that we have coming up. And I'll make sure that all of that is in the show notes. And I hope to see you there. So up next, we will have Rachel. Rachel, thank you for joining me today. I appreciate you coming on to the program. Like I said, before we started recording, I've been excited to talk to you. When we first met, gosh, what was it? March of 2022 in, in beginner psychic development class. Yes. Um, so got over a year, gosh, time flies. So over a year now, um, I've really enjoyed our time together in class and like how we've been, we went from beginner psychic development to intermediate psychic development. Now we're in advanced psychic development and we're both taking Oracle Marines Bible study class. So it's been fun having someone like you in class that's been in all of my classes and getting to know you. So thank you for coming on today. I am honored that you asked me and I'm excited for our conversation. Yeah. So as I already mentioned um, previously, before we got connected, we're in the, all these classes together We've done a lot of psychic practice readings together, which I wanted to tell you, you are very instrumental in my psychic development because you've allowed me and spent so much time with me last year, letting me practice with you. And some of it, I remember some of it, I don't remember. Um, but I just want you to know that that's really meant a lot to me. And you've been a big part of my development for sure. So one question I have for you, and I don't know that you and I have ever really talked about it, but I know that you've known Oracle Marine for a very long time, which by the way, she's agreed to come on to the podcast. She's fantastic. Yeah. We're scheduled in a few weeks and I'm so, so excited. Um, but so what initially drew you to connect with Oracle Marine all those years ago? And then with that, what got you interested in taking psychic development classes? Well, for me, um, it was because my dad passed um, about 12 years ago and I just needed answers. I needed somewhere to turn to and I'm, I'm, um, I like to read books. I like to gather information um, yeah. and so I was looking in my area for um, books and someone I could talk to. And all we had in my town was um, a, a psychic kind of tarot reader. Yeah. And I thought, well, I don't know about this, but I will try it. And, and it was okay. But the thing that happened for me was in her little uh, place, there were some books and mm -hmm. I discovered a Sylvia Brown book. Yes. Uh, I yes. read so much Sylvia Brown when I was in my early twenties. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I had, I, I, I just kept buying books and kept reading more and I was like, wow, really? Okay. And then I finally was able to, um, start thinking about looking for a medium and that is how I discovered Oracle Marine. And, yeah. um, had that first visit maybe about six months uh after my dad passed and it was um amazing I have the recording still so um yeah that's how I and so through that 
over the years. And of course, or Oracle Maureen has uh, is now in California. And uh, so I was still able to periodically have um, a session with her to learn more information. And then discovering through um, the fair uh, out in California that you could, during COVID, do things online. Also, um, really her emails allowed, you know. Allowed you to stay connected. Yes, yes. So finding out about uh, the class um, was how that started. So you're, so you've been a client of Oracle Marines for a very long time, like mm -hmm. over a decade, just like I have. So our, our mm -hmm. stories are similar in that way. One thing I've noticed, um, and I'm, I'm assuming you have too, is when I first started seeing her all those years ago in Woodbury, um, cause I lived like a mile from her office. So I was so fortunate to get to see her in person several times, um, before she moved to California and, I saw her, I saw her development over the years and I saw her abilities get stronger. And I saw, you know, the first reading I had with her, her eyes were closed a lot, which is, that's where I am. My eyes are closed a lot when I read. And then, you know, I'd see her maybe a year later and, you know, I just noticed all these changes or these shifts in her abilities and she'd get stronger and she'd get more accurate and she'd get more descriptive and, and now she'll read and her eyes are wide open and, you know, she's looking everywhere and, and, you know, she's really in her zone. She's doing her thing. And I'm just, it's been such an honor for me to watch how she's developed over the years as, a, and I'm a person who knew nothing going into it. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that you've had the same observation. You've noticed the same sorts of things. Absolutely. Um, I did get to see her twice in person. Uh, my husband and I drove to, uh, you know, Minneapolis area to, to, yeah. and then one time I brought the next time I brought my mom. Um, and yes, you're right. Her eyes were closed more. Um, and even the information she gave those two times was fantastic. But at the time I'm like, Hmm, I don't know about that. And, and then I would discover, Oh, it made sense later. It, it made sense later for sure, but yet maybe it was um, just a slight different change of what the exact object was that she was talking about. Then it just all clicked and made sense. And now the the accuracy, I mean, the gifts she's been receiving to do this is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, it's been such a, an interesting thing to watch and something I certainly didn't expect. I didn't expect that first time or even the first couple of times that I would meet with her. I didn't expect to still be a client of hers to now be a student of hers. So it's been, it's been a really cool journey. Well, if I might say, I mean, I'm sure we'll get into this later, but your abilities are very much different than mine. So um, I never expected, that's funny because I, I didn't quite say um, why I was taking the psychic development class because I, I hemmed and hawed about it because I didn't think I really had any abilities to do this and realizing that all of us yeah. have the abilities, but we're all at different levels. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and, and same here. I thought I, you know, I listened to so many podcasts <laughs> and I would actually, you know, I, I listened to podcasts about the paranormal and the supernatural, and I would intentionally skip episodes where the, the, the person was interviewing a medium because I couldn't relate to it. I thought, 
you know, even though I read all those Sylvia Brown books and a lot of what she was saying in those books, like clicked for me, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't often read a book where it clicks and it makes sense, but her books did for me when I was in my early twenties. Um, but I would intentionally skip all these episodes where they would interview mediums because I thought, well, I'm not a medium. I mean, I already have a medium Oracle Marine. She's fantastic. I'm not interested in learning about any other ones. I don't really care what they have to say. I have mine. She's fantastic and super accurate and can't say enough nice things. Um, because I, and yeah, I didn't realize, oh, we all have this ability. Every single person on this planet can tap into it if they choose to. And then, like you said, everyone's just at a different degree, but no matter what degree you're at, you can, con- you can continue to develop if you choose to, and to work on strengthening your abilities, work on strengthening your discernment, which obviously Oracle Marine has done. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, that's like the first thing I, I took away from beginner psychic development class was, oh, well, I trust her. She's, I've known her for a very long time. She says, everyone can do this. Okay. I guess I'll give it a shot. <laughs> and it's exactly true. what I was thinking. I'll give it a shot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. was so nervous in the beginning. I was so nervous that I would be the one person who never got anything right and would yeah. be embarrassed. Yeah. And it me too. Yeah. 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 yeah it, I thought the exact same thing. I remember, um, I think it was class. I think if I remember correctly, our first class was more lecture and us kind of like the class getting to know each other. Um, you know, we all knew Oracle Marine, but we were getting to know each other. And I feel like it was more lecture. Um, and then the second class, we were kind of like thrown into, okay, we're going to open up. We're going to do what Oracle Marine tells us to do and see what we get. And we write it down. And I thought, okay, whatever, <laughs> this is not going to go well for me, but <laughs> I will do what I'm told. <laughs> and, um, and I guess the rest is history because things come through and all of a sudden you're going through your list of things that you've written down and Oracle Marine or other people in the class, if we're practicing on each other, they're validating these things. And it's like, well, where else would it have come from? I don't know these people. I don't look yes. at their Facebook or social media pages. Um, where else could it come from other than divine? Yes. I mean, it's exactly what you have said before, uh, when we have our group meetings, it's like, I feel like I'm writing a novel that I know nothing about. And, and lo and behold, sometimes half of it is right. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. It is amazing. So I'm very much like you in going into that initial beginner psychic development class, because I really wanted, and I've talked about before on this podcast, I thought, okay, cool. If I can learn how to communicate with my spirit guides, which I believe in hundred percent. I was never questioning whether or not I had spirit guides. I thought if I can communicate with them and learn how to receive their messages and learn how to communicate to them. Okay. I'm in. So that's what brought me to the class was mm-hmm. wanting to learn that. And then this whole other world of, I don't even know what to call it, but this whole other world just opened up. So it's been pretty wild. Yes. Yes. So it sounds like going into beginner psychic development class for you, there was a little skepticism, but it sounds like it was more being skeptical with yourself. 
That's exactly what I think. It's not so much skepticism. It was just whether I had that ability to um, personally receive messages and, you know, connect with the other side enough. Yeah. Yeah. So that's obviously kind of probably rocked your world a little bit. Yeah. But <laughs> not enough that I want to do this as a profession or think that that's what I should do. But yes, I, I, it's amazing. So what would you say if you're able, this might be a loaded question. I don't know. I don't even know if I could answer it for myself, but what have you found to be the most rewarding thing or the most rewarding experience for you personally since starting to take your psychic development classes? Yeah, there's a lot in that question. I think, um, again, I, I, for me, I just love knowledge. So learning more about the other side um, and that I do as all all of us do have some psychic abilities to possibly connect with the other side. Um, and even though I'm not as advanced as others, and um, I feel like I can, my intent with taking the class was so that I could connect more with my loved ones, because I believe that, for instance, when I had my first reading with Oracle Marine, and you know my my dad came through and 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 she and my dad gave me that gift i also feel that by connecting with the other side and whether it's praying for my dad or doing something that he, uh, he or my other loved ones suggested that i do with my life i'm also being blessed, but I'm also giving them blessings on the other side that they were able to give me that information. Yeah. Um, so to me, that was very important um, to just, uh, I'm always looking for ways to better myself here in this lifetime on earth. And what can I do for others? Yeah. I think that's so important. Yeah. Um, one thing I've learned, you know, you were talking about and during your readings and your father coming through that not only is it a blessing for you, but it's also a blessing for your father. And what I've learned, um, is when we pass and we go to the other side, heaven, whatever you want to call it, we still have work to do. We don't just get to, I mean, maybe in some circumstances you get to just go fishing all day, or you just get to go golfing all day or whatever your pleasure is, but there's still, we're still evolving. We're still working our, on our soul's ascension. So what I tell people often is, you know, when I'm doing mediumship readings is yes, it can be very healing for us here on earth to receive those validations and those messages, but it's also very healing for the soul coming through on the other side, because <clears throat> what I hear a lot from souls on the other side is there's regret, there's sorrow, there's apologies there's messages of love that weren't conveyed in a way that they should have been when they had the opportunity here on earth. So it's very, yeah, it's super healing for the clients, for us here, but it's also so healing for the souls in heaven. And I'm so glad that you touched on that because I think it's something that's really easy for us to forget. Um, but it's so very important for all parties involved in, in that mediumship reading. 
Yeah, I believe that, you know, there has to be a lot of forgiveness in life, whether it's for those that are still living or those who have passed, and that makes a big difference. I'm glad you brought that up. So when I was at church last weekend, I found, um, I don't know if I've told you this, Rachel, I found a really great Catholic church near my home, and I'm I'm starting the RCIA program this fall. And um, so the priest's name is Father Joe. And he was talking about, um, or no, this was two weeks ago. He was talking about Jesus and Jesus talking about forgiveness and preaching forgiveness and love your enemy as you love yourself. And I forget, so I'm, I'm paraphrasing here. I forget exactly what he said, but the message was, and it hit me kind of like a ton of bricks, even though that's such a, ne- maybe a negative kind of like negative way to put it, but that's how it felt, even though it was so positive. He said, ask to be forgiven for being unforgiving. Mm. And I was like, what? I mean, it kind of just really blew me away. And that was, gosh, going on two, three weeks ago now. And I'm still like pondering that. And what exactly does that mean? And what does it mean for me? So it's been something I've been working on for myself and in prayer and meditation is ask to be forgiven for being unforgiving. And I think that's such a powerful statement. I love that. Yeah, I can remember in my youth, uh, and by youth, I don't just mean childhood, but the young adult years as well, that, you know, I would just, you know, feel like I'm holding a grudge for a little bit too long there. And um, yeah, that's something that I've been working on lately as well. I love yeah. that. Yeah, I thought it was so beautiful. And and I think I'll be working on that for a while, but it was yeah. powerful. So I, I wrote that one down. <laughs> um. Okay, so given everything you've learned up to this point, and I'm very much a proponent for we're always learning. I'm always going to be learning about mediumship. I'm never going to not be learning about mediumship because there's so much to learn, much more than I think the average person realizes. Um, And there's so much to learn with our Bible study class and the life that Jesus led and God and there's just so much. Um, so given what you've learned up to this point, is there something that really stands out as being like the most surprising to you? I know you had mentioned we all have these psychic abilities, which you know was surprising to both of us, but is there anything else that kind of has like a, been a little mind-blowing for you or something kind of really big for you to wrap your mind around or whatever you feel like sharing. I don't know if there is a one specific thing. I think it is the combination of all the details that we have learned about the other side, our eternal life. I think knowing how it all works and what we're learning in in both classes, uh, but especially psychic development, um, just what happens with our eternal lives and how we um, are here and then there and and all of the things. It's just mind boggling. And I know there is so much more to learn. So going into the classes that you've been taking with Oracle Marine, were you a believer in reincarnation? Were you skeptical? Were you just kind of on the fence or what were your, what was your mindset going in regarding reincarnation itself? That's interesting because I think my mindset was 
open, um, wasn't sure, you know, you read the Bible and there's not a lot about information. There's a little bit little of tiny, yeah, little, a little, little spots. Little. And I think, well, there it is. How come we're not concentrating on that? I remember, do you, do you know the, the actress Shirley MacLaine? Yes. Um, I, you know, you're younger than, than I am, but I do remember her, you know, making a big deal about it. And people laughed at her and said, what? She's crazy now that she thinks that. And I thought, well, why though? I wonder. And so I was in that neutral spot, but yes, I, I definitely do believe that right now. Yeah. And, yeah. and I should, I should go back and just for listeners who might not know, Oracle Marine teaches that reincarnation is real. It happens. We've had past lives mm-hmm. and more often than not, we're going to have a next life and ascending into heaven full time, really achieving nirvana takes a lot of work. And it's not a one and done situation unless your soul was specifically created by God to have it be a one and done situation, but that is extraordinarily rare. Um, So that's why I wanted to ask Rachel about um, reincarnation, because it's something that we're learning about in our classes. And I think reading the Sylvia Brown books where it was something, you know, for all those years too, that, that helped. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She definitely was a believer and a teacher of reincarnation, which I think is really important for people to learn. And that, you know, we've also talked about in class how real karma is, positive or negative. Mm -hmm. Anything, every action, and this is kind of what still blows my mind, every action or every word we speak is either going to create positive karma or negative karma for us, either in this life or in the next. So I've really kind of had to, in certain situations, sit on my hands and, okay, is it worth it? If I blurt this out, or if I get upset and say this thing that feels really good to say right now, but is not going to feel really good to say an hour from now or a day from now or a year from now, I feel like perspective has changed or how you present yourself to the world has changed, at least for me. I think that's the biggest thing that I think about now and um, both worry and love at the same time. Um, I pray about it every day because, you know, it's, it's natural. We are human beings. We are all sinners um, to various degrees, but um, I think I'm a much, not that I was a horrible person when I was younger, but I, but I've sinned and I, um, I am very, um, what's the word that I want to say? I want to, um, I am ashamed. You know, I feel that way that I want to start to in, in what I know now in the past few years, especially is, um, doing more things to balance the scale of goodness. Yeah. Slowly chip away at all of the, (laughs) the sinful youth. Yeah. It's like that, um, that saying, when you know better, you do better. That's right. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of power in that and, um, a lot of truth behind it. So it's, like I said, I've, I've had to learn to really pull back. And one thing, Rachel, I talk about on this podcast is surrendering my ego and surrendering, Mm -hmm. uh, my expectations. And I think that for me anyway, goes hand in hand with 
karma. You know, if there's a situation, actually earlier this week, there was a situation that I'm very close to that I have absolutely no control over. And it's been hard. I've had to really just, I mean, really just surrender my ego, surrender my expectations. I can't change the situation for this person. I can't help it. I can't, all I can do is be supportive and kind and loving. And it's hard because the ego wants to jump in or my expectations might start creeping up when I've worked really, really hard to surrender both of those things. And I feel like it was absolutely a test, probably something I'll always be tested on, but it was absolutely a test on has June really surrendered her ego and her expectations. And I think I've done an okay job at it. I'm certainly not applauding myself because it's, it's something that for me anyway, I have to constantly work at every single day because I do have sort of a type A personality. I do want to jump in and I do want to help and I do want to fix things for others. But again, going back to Oracle Marine's teachings, I also have to respect that this is the other person's path. This is their contract with God. This is challenges that they've agreed to have in this life. And I can't I can't get in the way with that, get in the way of that, because if I do, it's bad for me, not only energetically, emotionally, mentally, I'm sure spiritually, like I have, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of, I guess you could say a simple way to put it is it's a stay in your lane situation. And it's hard. It's very hard. Very hard. And it's exactly what I'm thinking about too, because I have all my life, one of my weaknesses would be uh, impatience. So if something yeah. goes wrong, my immediate reaction is to try and fix it, yep. to try and make it better. And that's not always the best thing to do. Um, and so I have constantly am reminding myself of that daily. And I find that I'm not perfect. I still, you know, can make mistakes, but I am finding myself uh, calmer, thinking about it, letting a day pass. And all of a sudden, I believe from the other side, they are sending me wisdom and how to handle the situation. Yeah. Um, or else, uh, I find that even if I have to kind of have the conversation right at that moment, I d- don't feel that, you know, always that we must go with what I want. I'm much more apt to now uh, find uh, a much better compromise and it's, it's a much better situation. And do you feel calmer and a little more yes. relaxed and less yes. stressed out? Yes. Yeah. It's, I'm not going to say that I've achieved Zen cause that's no, that's not, that's not <laughs> me, but I'm working on it. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. I think when we kind of take that step back and remember that especially if it's a situation that we might be really close to like the one the the super vague um, example I just gave, you know, we can be really close to a situation, but it's important to remember it's not our personal situation, no matter how close you are to it. There's things you can do to help to assist, to be supportive. But if you get in the way, it's just, 
it's going to hurt everyone. And, and you think you're fixing it and you might be fixing it for the short term, but it's hard. It's hard to, I think, recognize those scenarios also. And it's hard to remember, okay, I can't let myself get too wrapped up in it because I'm over here doing my thing. I got my thing going on. I can't also be in your thing. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a lot. So it, I think it's great that you're very aware of that and you're practicing it every single day, just like yes. I am, because it's such a conscious effort. It's not, it's not effortless at all. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. It's, it's work. It's absolutely work. Yes. Taking deep breaths also helps. <laughs> so speaking of deep breaths, I wanted to ask you, are you meditating on a regular basis? Do you have certain rituals? Um, I know you mentioned prayer. So I was wondering if you would share with us what, what, what does Rachel do for her meditation or her spiritual rituals? Well, I, for the most part, I, I do daily prayers. Um, I could meditate more than I do, but I make sure for, and, and this, I know I feel bad, but I mean, at least once a week I'm meditating. Um, and sometimes my meditating can just be some silence and thinking. It doesn't have to be, cause I usually like guided meditations. Those work uh -huh. best for me. Yeah, I'm a very visual person. So even if I'm listening to them, I'm picturing things. Um, so those are for sure once a week. Um, and I do different ones, whether it's third eye opening or chakra clearing, because sometimes I can tell I'm out of whack. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm also trying to do more protection lately. Yep. Um, yep. And I also uh, do the rosary at least once a week as well, too. So, gosh, that's something I really need to work on is the rosary. I still need to learn exactly how to do it. I know my church offers. Um, I don't know if it's a class, but they offer once a week where people can go and pray the rosary together. So I might need to do that. Now of all the things that you just mentioned, do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite guided meditation now? And I should tell people when we're talking about guided meditation. So since we're both students of Oracle Marines, she has beautiful guided meditations on her website, um, that, you can purchase. They are not very expensive. All the money goes to charity and they're beautiful meditations. Um, Oracle Marine, I feel like this is an Oracle Marine like commercial, but I'm just going to roll with it. Um, she also rightly has, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rightly. So I can't imagine someone more worthy. Um, she also has a beautiful YouTube channel that is more recently created. And um, she has some really wonderful meditations there also that people can listen to. But um, do you have, do you, yeah, do you have a favorite? Well, I do have all of them that are from her website. Mm -hmm. uh, I have them in my, uh, I've downloaded them. And so I do use them and they are beautiful. Oh, the music that's used, the whole, the whole yeah. thing is just wonderful. And I do also, sometimes I don't have the time to do you know, a 30 minute one or whatnot. And so I do go to YouTube and listen to those. And the good thing about those is they're free. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. They are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she has such a variety on YouTube. So I agree. I love that you mentioned sometimes you just um, sit in silence. And I think that's 
so important, especially for people who might be more sensitive. Like I've noticed even before taking my first psychic development class last year, I was, I, and I couldn't put my finger on it now. Of course it makes more sense, but I was, my family, we would watch TV or listen to music. And for me, it was so loud. It was, you know, the volume's on 11 and I think it can go up to like 75 and I'm just like, guys, can you turn it down? And they're like, we can barely hear it. And I'm like, it's really loud. And so I really learned actually over the past few years that I personally enjoy sitting in silence. I enjoy, I've learned to appreciate silence. Maybe it just shows how much older I'm getting. Um, but I, I love sitting in the, in a quiet room and if I'm by myself, even better. <laughs> so Sometimes I've even uh, found like high frequency level music um, that I just play while I'm, you know, kind of meditating on my own too. Yeah, that's interesting. Going back to the rosary, I have, um, you know, I think doing it at church with others, again, that's the community, that's the, the best way to do it. But I also have a wonderful app that I downloaded on my phone that just, I just speak it with the app. So that's another thing that. Oh, the app speaks do. it with you. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. I was thinking I had to learn, like, I was thinking of actually just printing out these different, um, like, isn't it like the apostles creed and, and the, our father, and then the hail Mary. And, and it's, it's so easy to memorize the hail Mary. Cause you do it like 50 times or so you know, throughout <laughs> the rosary. So I can uh, send you that uh, app information later if you'd like. That'd be great. I'd appreciate that. Cause that is something that I've just, I've been really lazy about and it's my own fault and oh, I need to work on that. And I've always just heard my whole life really of how much work it is. And it's like, well, okay, fine. But sometimes things are a lot of work for a reason and right. it's for a good reason. So yes, I would appreciate that very much. I didn't realize you could it would speak it along with you. So I think that would definitely be beneficial to me. So yeah, please do. And if you do different days, they have different, you know, uh, sayings in between. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Another question I have for you is, I feel like all my questions for you are really like super loaded because it can, you can take it so many different directions. Now you had mentioned earlier that you feel more connected with the other side, which I think given what you've been learning and practicing, I think that's extremely common. I feel very much the same way. How would you say your life has opened up or changed for you um, now that you're meditating on a weekly basis or in prayer on a daily basis? I know you said in, in some stressful situations you've learned to, to be more patient. Is there anything else that has really benefited your life or changed your life, whether seen or, or not foreseen? Well, I think one of the big changes that happened in my life, um, and, and I, I have told Oracle Maureen this, uh, I sent her an email uh, explaining this information, but then also for her as well, that you know she is probably one of the most important people uh, person in my life. She is the most pivotal person who has changed my life. Yeah. Um, and that, 
that is beyond family and, you know, because this is different. One of the things that happened to me um, about two years ago is another book. I was reading a book by um, Shaman Durak called mm -hmm. Spirit Hacking. He's a, a shaman and um, I really enjoyed reading this book. And there was a, a part in there, maybe I should preface this with, um, I had spent the three years previous, so this would be five years ago, um, of only getting four to six hours of sleep for three years. I was dealing with so much anxiety and stress with um, family situation stuff, but um, stuff at work that I was not functioning well. And I truly believe that I was having a lot of demons at nighttime in my head trying to control me. Sure, that makes sense. And I have, uh, again, to explain, sorry, it's a little bit personal here, but- um, going, That's okay, whatever you're comfortable sharing. Okay, well, growing up with my family and and I love my parents, my dad is now passed, my mom is still living. Um, and I have way past any forgiveness, hopefully on both sides, because you know it works both ways. But it was, um, I'm an, I was an only child, um, and my parents meant well. They're, they're, they're good people, but there were a lot of issues and uh, they did the best they could. But I, growing up, was never told I love you. I was never hugged really or held. I was never, um, they didn't pay a lot of attention to me. Uh, they just didn't know how. And the only time, you know, I felt like I had to achieve. I had to do things to, um, and I had to, you know, and that's how I've been operating all my adult life. I, who cares about me? I'm going to give everything I have on an empty tank to everyone else. And so reading this paragraph in this book was talking about stop berating yourself because I would do that all the time because I just felt I was never good enough. So I had to get better and better to earn God's love. And oh, Rachel, that's heavy. That's some heavy yeah. stuff. Yeah. So the, what it said was, but God created you, number one. So that is not nice to say to yourself because you are not saying something very nice to God, but also God is within you. And I said, oh, I didn't mean to do that. I was thinking I needed to, to get better and get better, but I was saying that to God. And the first thing I did was I got down on my knees and I prayed about it. And I said, I am so sorry. That's not what I thought. I'll never do it again. And literally, to me, this is a miracle. From that day until now, almost most every day, I have now slept at least seven hours or more a night. Oh, wow. Gone. It was like Gone. it was just lifted from you just lifted from me. And I knew that was a miracle. And you, you think, oh, miracles would never happen to little old me. That's for, you know, and um, it's changed my life completely. And then with Maureen and both classes and 
the way I treat myself a little bit more and the, it opened up everything for me to give, which I was giving on an empty tank, but now yeah. it's different. Mm -hmm. That's a beautiful story. And I think it's important to, you know, there's one thing about reading a book and, oh, it's a good book. And I enjoy this book and I, yeah, I would recommend it to some friends or family, whatever, but to read a book or a passage in a book, and it resonates with you so deeply that you set it down and you drop to your knees and you pray. Mm -hmm. That's when you know what you just read was meant for you to read. Yeah. Because yeah. it could have been easily tossed aside as this author doesn't know what they're talking about, or it doesn't resonate with me, or I don't believe that's possible. It could, you know, you could have read that passage and completely disregarded it. But and I didn't, I didn't finish the book uh, at that point. I, I prayed then, and then for days later, finished the book. Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. That's really cool. I think that's, it's the most beautiful thing. Yes. That's how, you know, you know, we were talking about Sylvia Brown books before. I'm certainly not a person to just believe everything I read in a book or every he headline or news article I read, mm -hmm. but when it resonates with me so deeply, or when I'm reading a book, you know, I guess in, in my example is with Sylvia Brown, I'm reading a book and she's talking about things that I've experienced that I thought were my imagination. And so when it resonates with you, that's when you know it's it's absolutely for you and should not be ignored. So I think that your message here, I think, is twofold. So I just wanted to definitely point that out. I love that. So maybe we already touched on it a little bit, but when you initially signed up for psychic development class, what were you looking to get out of it? Because it sounds like everything has far exceeded your expectations, which is how I feel personally for myself. Um, but what really were you looking to get out of it? Was it really to just feel more connected to the other side or was there something more? Um, yes, it was to be connected to the other side, but it was also to... You know how sometimes we feel, and, and more, uh, Oracle Marine has told us, don't feel bad to um, do something that would receive blessings. Don't feel guilty about that. Because we just recently talked about that in class. Yeah. Right. And I, I love that she said that. So I, I, I'm, you know, uh, I don't want to say selfishly, but of course we would all love blessings. But by receiving blessings, hopefully that means that we did something good for someone else. So I think that's my my biggest thing is it's I feel like it's the theme for the second half or third of, of, of last third of my life, you know, that I want to um, be someone that can do things for others. Yeah, that's and you absolutely are. And to touch on what you just said, I just want to give the the listeners a little bit of background so oracle marine recently talked with us in class about when you receive a blessing don't feel guilty don't feel like you didn't um deserve it don't feel um even if other people are trying to make you feel guilty never feel guilty about a blessing because it comes from god and jesus they work in tandem 
And in order for you to receive a blessing from heaven, God and Jesus both need to agree that you are to receive that blessing. If one does not agree, you do not receive the blessing until they both agree. So I feel like I'm really glad you brought that up. Actually. Um, I feel like it's such a powerful and important thing for people to remember. So if you receive this really great blessing and your family or your friends are trying to make you feel like you don't deserve it, it could be coming from a place of jealousy. It could be coming from who knows, and it really doesn't matter. What matters is you did receive the blessing because you've earned it. It's a karmic blessing. It didn't happen by mistake. It didn't happen by chance. Um, it certainly didn't happen because another earthling or another person here on earth gave it to you. It all came from God and Jesus. So I'm really glad you brought that up. And I just wanted to give listeners a little bit of a background on why we talked about that in class. So I think that's really important. So now, Rachel, that you have learned more about connecting with your what, what I call your spirit team, so your guardian angels and your spirit guides. Do you feel that your relationship with them has improved, gotten stronger, changed in some aspect? Um, I'm not sure what your relationship was like with your spirit team before you started these classes with Oracle Marine. Can you talk about that a little? How has, what is that relationship like now versus a year or two ago? Well, I think you know, before Maureen, I didn't know about spirit guides. Um, I, of course, had a relationship, but coming from them, I didn't know so. It was a little bit of a one-way one way street. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, hello, trying to knock on my head. Are you yeah. there? <laughs> Listen to us. Um, so I, I think that um, is certainly better now. I think I could also improve more with, um, and I do include them in my prayers. Um, it's not just um, God and Jesus and Mother Mary and Kuan Yin and Buddha, but I also include spirit guides and angels because I know that they're working for me too and trying to help. Um, yeah. I think what's, um, and it has improved, but I think that being at a different level we were talking about before, um, I don't personally get visions or hear things. So, you know, through different chakras or whatever, every time, for instance, we do a group reading or we're in class, everything comes to me in my mind, which in a way makes it tricky because I think, am I thinking this or just assuming this or, but things are, are pouring into my head. And I think, oh, you're just, it, this is just you thinking, but it, it isn't. It's not, that's your claircognizance. It's your crown chakra. Yeah. So it sounds like yours is highly activated. If that's yes, how you're receiving the, information. And the others aren't so much yet. So it's something I can uh, keep working on. Um, but that's how I get my information. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. So I've learned, um, and again, we've talked, it's so different. It, I feel psychic abilities are very unique to each individual, no matter what level you're at. Mm -hmm. I've learned for me how to discern when I get information, uh, clear cognizantly, Rachel is when it comes from divine, I get it here. So my left 
it's coming in on my left side. When it's me, when it's me, it's coming back on my right side. So I just wanted to mention that since you said you weren't quite sure if it's you or if it's them, um, see if you can feel the direction it's coming. And then when you get your validations, okay, did that come this way? Did it come this way? Or maybe for you, it's, you know, it's different. And I'm using a lot of hand gestures right now that listeners can't see, but, (laughs) but, uh, I would just encourage you to see if you can feel which direction it's coming from. I, I don't know if I feel a right or a left, but now that you've said that, I feel like it just comes this way. So, uh, so I'm going from above right to the, the front, front of your head. my head. Yeah. So, and if it's, so if that's what's happening for you, and if those are being validated when you're doing your practice readings, then you know, it's not you. Yes. For, for me, when it comes from the back, that's me. And I, and I know that. So when I'm, when I'm doing a reading, it it's really helped with my discernment. I love yeah. that. Very yeah. interesting. Okay. Yeah. So thank you. I'm glad that you can, that you're feeling it come from in front of you into your head. Um, I don't know if in everyone... front or somewhat above. Yeah. Not yeah, yeah. so much out, but up and above. Up. Yeah. 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 And I, and I don't know, I've, you're the only person I've really talked about that with. I haven't even asked Oracle Marine. I mean, she's so advanced. I don't, I think for her, it just happens and whatever, but, um, but she could still answer that question for you. She can, and she can do it very accurately and descriptively. Um, so I don't know how it is for others. Like I said, I haven't really talked about that with anyone else, but you until just now, but if you can feel which direction it's coming from, I think that will help a lot with your discernment. Thank you. Now. It sounds like, and I think we've talked, you know, before about this, you know, privately, just the two of us, it sounds like you've always believed in God. You've always believed in a higher power. You've always, I think my impression anyway, is that you've always considered yourself to be of the Christian faith, Mm -hmm. but how has that changed? Well, you know, growing up, my, my, my dad was raised Jewish, but didn't practice it. My mom was raised Lutheran, but didn't practice it as an adult while I was growing up. So I had lots of questions, but I always had belief. I would still, um, it was when I was in college that I was searching for churches and I wasn't baptized until I was in graduate school, um, in a Methodist church. Um, but now just like you, we are, we've been both on this journey in a Catholic church. And by the way, my pastor, uh, my priest is father Jim. So similar similar (laughs) name to yours and he's fantastic. Um, uh, he is, he's just a blessing to, to also have in my life. So, um, I did go, go through all the the, the training for that and this Easter vigil, I was confirmed as Catholic and I was so welcomed into the church and the community. It was such, during the service and the Easter vigil service is like an hour and a half, two hour service. It's, it's a long service. And I'm, I'm, a, I mentioned that word patience before I'm, I'm like a, let's do, I'm a multitasker, right? Yeah. And I just, you just sit there and the entire time I wasn't anxious or wanting to do something, I just was calm and happy and filled with peace and joy. 
that I was doing the right thing. And it was the most, uh, again, another beautiful thing that, that uh, was a very important thing in my life. So yes, um, this has changed for me um, a lot. It's, it's really, um, when you take everything together, the books you've read, Oracle Marine, um, uh, Bible study classes uh, with the church as well as Oracle Marine. And it's my, my heart, my mind, my eyes, everything has been opened for me. And I feel like it's never ending. I feel like there's no, it's, it's not like, it's absolute, it's a lifelong journey. It's not okay, I have one class left in Bible study, and then that's the end, we're done. We talked about everything there is to talk about regarding the Bible, and that is so not the case. I feel like we've barely scratched the surface. I mean, you were in Bible study, you joined that before I did, so you already went through the Old Testament with Oracle Marine, which I missed out on, and I still kick myself, and currently we're going through the New Testament, Um, so I, I need to discipline myself and go back to the old at some point. Um, but it's so expansive and I don't even know that I know the right word to even accurately describe how involved and in-depth and never ending all this information is. And, um, I also want to, you know, you mentioned the Catholic church, um, which by the way, I haven't even been baptized yet. So that's why I'm doing the RCIA. Well, now they changed it to the OCIA recently, but, um, I'm so excited to get baptized next spring. And actually when I talk about it, like I get super emotional, I'm like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with me. (laughs) But, um, I feel like, like you, I wasn't brought up in the Catholic church. Um, we would sometimes, and I've talked before about this on the podcast, we would sometimes go to a Lutheran church here and there once in a while. And it was, we were like church hoppers basically is what it was. And so I never could really plant my feet anywhere. And then of course I went off to college and did my own thing. And I feel like my entire life, I feel from the information I've seen out there about the Catholic church, it has, I believe, kind of a negative connotation in society. Ooh, Catholic church, that's bad. And I've learned that there can be negative aspects to any sort of organized fill in the blank. My experience with the Catholic church, and granted, I've only been going for a few months, so I'm very, very new, has been nothing but welcoming, beautiful, um, And like you, when I go, I feel so calm because I I'm also a multitasker. I'm also like, okay, let's get stuff done. I have my to-do list. Um, but when I'm there, I just feel so relaxed and calm and I get into the music and sometimes I'll wake up the next day and there's a song stuck in my head from the day before at church. So I, I guess I just wanted to, you know, anyone who's listening, who, thinks, oh, Catholic church, bad. (laughs) Well, not from my experience. And it sounds like not from yours. And I think, 
I've been a church musician in a Catholic church for probably 20, 30 years, different churches. And, you know, it, there's politics everywhere. There's, you know, um, there might be a, a leader of a company, whether it's at work or in church that makes something seem bad, but that's such a general as, you know, you can't yeah. generalize anything. So yes, we're very lucky. We have good, two good churches that we love. Yeah. I love mine. And I, <laughs> I kind of say, I love that they're not pressuring me to become a member of the parish. I also appreciate that aspect as well, mm -hmm. at least where I go. Um, but I just, I just think it's important to, I think, stand up for the Catholic church to a degree because it is God's church. It was created by God and Jesus as a pathway for us to ascend into heaven. And, um, it's a conversation I've had to have with my daughter several times. Cause she has a lot of questions. She's 15. Um, and I answer them the best that I can. And one of her questions without going too in depth is why the Catholic church. And so I've been trying to teach her that. And, um, you know, I'm not saying that for anyone listening who goes to a different denomination of church, that you're wrong or that you're doing something bad or anything like that. I think spirituality at any level my personal belief, spirituality at any level, whatever you're doing to achieve a stronger connection with God, I think is good. Whether you're going to a Methodist church, a Baptist church, a Lutheran church, whatever it is, I think um, I think it's really important in my my situation and in Rachel's, it's Catholic church. And so I just wanted to kind of stand up for Catholic church a little bit for anyone that might be listening and thinking that Catholic church equals bad not entirely. And I think it's a complicated answer, but I just wanted to make sure to mention that. So you mentioned earlier, Rachel, um, and I know we're getting on time here. I'm hoping you can spend a few more minutes with me. Um, you mentioned earlier that you really enjoy the guided meditations and you mentioned protection and you mentioned, um, not only in giving gratitude to God and Jesus and the ascended masters, but also to your spirit team, your guides and your angels. And I do very much the same thing. And I also, I often forget Archangel Michael because in um, the guided meditations that I do or the meditations that I do for protection, I work with Archangel Michael and he's absolutely there along with our guardian angels to protect us as much as we've earned. And, um, so I wanted to make sure to touch on that. Do you also work with Archangel Michael for your protections? Um, I have, it's not a consistent thing, but when I'm, um, depending on which, uh, I've got, uh, Oracle Maureen's, uh, one that has him on it. Uh, so I do that sometimes, uh, I'm, I actually have two, uh, I do two churches, different churches. And one of the churches uh, that I go to um, <clears throat> for music, um, they have a little prayer that we do each week uh, for protection from St. Michael. And I had never heard that specific prayer before. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. He's such a powerful force that yes. um, it's, like I said, I often forget, like, you know, I'm doing my prayer, my gratitude or my meditation. And I am like trying to hit all the points. Okay. My spirit guides, my guardian angels, the ascended masters, Jesus, mother Mary, Kuan Yin and Buddha. I include Oracle Marine and 
of course, God. Oh yeah. Archangel Michael. I mean, there's so many, right? <laughs> like I have my little list. I need, you know, to kind of go down and remember. That's um, interesting that you said Oracle Marine, because I, um, I don't include her in my list, but I pray for her most every time. And I think yeah. to myself, I know you guys are, you know, overly protecting and loving and taking care of her, but um, you know, she is so pivotal to me that I always pray for her health because we know she has, um, you know, migraines sometimes that, it, yeah. that, that uh, is troubling for her. But I pray for her health and longevity of teaching students like us. I love that. And I love exactly how you just worded longevity of for teaching students like us. I absolutely, I love that. I'm going to include that because I focus on her safety. I focus on, and like you said, I mean, she's well protected. I have no doubt there, but I want them to know that I want that for her too. Right. And, um, so I focus on health and safety and, oh, shoot. I just lost my train of thought. What, and something you just said, um, oh, students like us. So, you know, we talk a lot about a lot of things in class with Oracle Marine that I'm not going to talk about on the podcast because a lot of it is her story for her to share when she's able and willing. Um, but I do feel, and I've expressed this to her in class. I do feel we are her students for a reason. I don't think it's an accident. Um, she is someone that I believe the whole world needs to know about. And I'm hoping at some point that happens because she is such a blessing in my life. And um, so students like yes, like us, yes, I think we are not her students by accident. I didn't meet her 12 years ago by accident, although at the time, that's certainly how it seemed. Um, it makes a lot more sense to me now. And I'll share a few things with you when we're done recording. Um, so I love exactly how you how you phrase that. And I'm going to add that into my prayer too, because I think, I think that's very, very important. So thank you for saying that. Sure. Well, Rachel, my last question for you, and then if you have anything else that you want to add that we haven't talked on today, please do. And, you know, I feel like I've kind of already asked you this question a little bit, but I'm just going to ask it in a different way, I guess, is really what it is. Given what you've learned so far, how will you apply it to your everyday life moving forward? I know you've talked about being more patient and sitting on things a little bit longer before you respond, those sorts of things. Is there anything else that you can share on how you plan to apply everything you've learned moving forward? Well, Something that I've been starting to do this past year and will continue to do is um, I, well, I meditate and pray more often. Um, I, <laughs> this summer I told my husband, I don't think he's too crazy about this idea, but we are going through our house room by room, drawer by drawer, cupboard by cupboard. And, you know, you know, like a spring cleaning type of thing, but it's, it's not for us so much. I'm trying to donate more of the things that I have that I really don't need, whether it's clothes or just things. 
um, I am, I have been the past year and a half, I have been donating more money to charitable causes than I have before. Yep. Um, I am trying to volunteer uh, periodically in my community more than I have before. Um, so those are things that, again, it's just, I'm, 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 not, I'm not a saint. I'm not giving everything away. I'm not, I, you know, but I just need to do more for others in different ways than I have before. I already give so much to my students with extra uh, time and things that they need um, that is different, but I, I, I feel the need to do it more for those who are really needy. <clears throat> yeah. I think that's really important. So it sounds like you're more aware of maybe where you have a little excess and where you can, I guess, trim the fat really. Mm -hmm. And like you said, donate clothes that you don't wear or things around your home that you really don't need. If you have <laughs> my, my philosophy is, although I really need to work on it. <laughs> my philosophy is if I haven't used it in the last six months to a year, I don't need it. Now that said, I need to start doing what you've, what you're doing and clean out my house. Um, well, Rachel, this has been such a, such a treat for me. So I really thank you. I tell my husband that you're like my best friend from psychic development class. <laughs> so. I'm so happy you said that. That's how I feel too. And I know oh, that we're going to meet sometime, you know, in person. Yeah. Um, and we, we will, we will. I feel the same way about you. You have oh, been thank you. just as instrumental in my life, being in the classes and doing the our one-on-one -on -one sessions and group readings, and you've helped me a lot. And I really appreciate your friendship and um, just the people that we have met within the group. It's like an, another, you know. It's like another family. I yes. Feel. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, the only person that I've met in person is Oracle Marine. Everyone else has been virtually. Yes. Um, but I'm hoping that what I'm secretly hoping, Rachel, and I haven't told her this yet. Maybe I, maybe I need to, maybe I need to plant that little idea. I don't know, but I'm hope I want Oracle Marine to have like a retreat where we can all go out to California and I don't know, hang out. <laughs> That's what I want. I think that'd be so fun. Yes. A spa retreat, not spa, but you know, just a, a learning wisdom yeah. Soak it all up. And yes. if I can get it, if I can make a trip for myself out to Laguna beach, California, why not? <laughs> so, I agree. I'm in. Okay. <laughs> I think that'd be really fun. Well, Rachel, thank you again for joining us today. I really appreciate it. I've been looking forward to this conversation ever since you agreed to come on. So I really, I thank you very, very much. Um, so if you wouldn't mind hanging tight, I'd like to talk to you offline.